This is Emily. And this is Sarah. And this is Sisters Take a Side on the Murder of Missy Beavers. Hey, girl. Hi. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Guys, we're back and we missed you. I know. 2024, you guys. Um, Yeah, we needed a little break, huh? Um, I needed so much of a break. Um, I read, like, four books during this <gasps> break that, like, weren't about true crime, and it was great. Um, and, yeah, I, I needed it because now I'm, like, feeling really rejuvenated and, like, ready and happy to be back. Me too. I know. I um, <clears throat> I did not read all of those books, but I did take a lot of time to just, like – To, like, almost chop your finger off yesterday? Oh, my gosh. You guys – Sarah is mortally wounded. Wounded. I so um I received a new knife set um as a Christmas present. Loving it. It is making me a little culinary genius. Okay. But um they are factory sharp and you <laughs> they're factory sharp. I should okay. have known. Super Hot Boy from Phil warned me. He was like, "Listen, these are very sharp, so please be very careful when you use them." I said, "Absolutely." So you're halfway from Phil. You got it. All on, I'm on top of it. So I, I was washing the big knife last night mm-hmm. with my scrub daddy, which scr- super halfway from the- Phil <laughs> also recommended the scrub daddies. Which, the scrub by the way, daddy. I don't know if you've ever used a scrub daddy before, but Never they used are. To- no, I don't do dishes. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> scrubbing away with my scrub daddy and uh-huh. rookie mistake, just sliced you guys. Yeah. It, it's a miracle My, she's here with us, guys. It truly is. The amount of blood loss I suffered. Yeah. I was telling Sarah before we started recording about some, like, really sad health news I got from, like, someone in our life. And Sarah goes into talking about how she cut her thumb yesterday. So. Okay. Well. Okay. Well, put things in perspective. Among other things. <laughs> I also made you laugh very hard. So. So, Sarah, um, first, I guess before we get into it, I we kind of shared on Instagram, but I just want to take a minute here. Um. Guys, thank you for all the love and support in 2023. Um, we, you know, kind of got all of like the analytics and stuff from the platform that we host on. And we just cannot believe how many of you loved and showed up for and supported the show no. in 2023. And like our dream works because of you guys. So I just wanted to say thank you before we dive into some fresh 2024 content. Yeah. And speaking of, um, I totally missed this. Um, but we celebrated our one year of I know. releasing episodes um, on yep. the 6th. So I just wanted to, yeah, say thank you. Um, we're, we just, we love doing this for you guys. So, yeah. um, but mostly we love doing it for ourselves. I think like if we're being honest. Percent. A thousand percent. <laughs> Um, That's the thing. It's like we never thought anyone would listen to this and we were still going to do it anyway. So the fact that like thousands of you listen to this every yeah. week. It's weird. like a total bonus. It's like cherry yeah. on top. So, so thank, thank you, thank guys. you. Yeah. Okay. Um, what are we talking about today, Em? Girl, in true Emily fashion, mm-hmm. I had four different cases picked out, all of them half researched, and yeah. two hours before recording, I scrapped all of it, started completely from scratch with a brand no. new case. Yeah, I just I wasn't vibing. I wasn't wow. vibing with what I had. So okay. Today, we are talking about the murder of Missy Beavers. Ooh, okay. This name is very familiar to me. Yes. I think for you and all of our other like true crime aficionado, aficionado, how do you say that word? Aficionados. Aficionados. 
this case will be familiar to you because it is like <clears throat> one of those like baffling, troubling, mm. like, so let's get into it. I love it. Let's do it. Okay. So on April 18th, 2016, fitness instructor, okay, <laughs> off to come off to a great start. Wow. Wow. What's that word? Instructor, perhaps? Instructor. Fitness okay. instructor. Fitness instructor. Missy Beavers arrived at the Creekside Church of Christ at 4.18 a.m. She was there to set <laughs> Sarah, that's not early. here for the that's, – that's early. Um, she was there to set up for her 5 a.m. fitness class, which usually took place in the church parking lot. But due to heavy rain, Missy had let her students know via a Facebook post the night before that class would take place inside the church. So when her clients showed up shortly before 5 a.m., they were met with a grisly scene. Missy had several puncture, puncture wounds to her head and her chest and was clearly dead. A bloody hammer laying next to her lifeless body. Mm. It's not good. Wow. So I wanted to start by just kind of like talking a little bit about Missy. Like we don't like have a ton of information about her. Like one of the documentaries I watched, it kind of like glossed over like her life. I'm, I don't know. And I feel kind of mm. bad about that. But like I want to put that up front that like I don't have a ton of information about her, but that doesn't negate Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I just yeah. feel kind of worried about that. But so Missy was born in 1970 in Graham, Texas. Um, at the time of her murder, she was married to Brandon Beavers and had three daughters. Um, like outside looking in, Brandon and Missy were like pretty happily married. She loved being a mom. Um, her family described her as a fitness lover and like she was in freaking incredible shape, Sarah. Like yeah. if you look at a picture of her, like wow. Um, she was teaching a gladiator boot camp at the time of her death and like homegirl looked like she was teaching a gladiator boot camp. Like sure. she was really passionate about helping people like reach their fitness goals. Like, so she was really into this community in her small town. They were living in Midlothian, Texas at the time. So, um, you know, really well connected. And I think like you hear in a lot of these cases, like no known enemies, right? Like mm-hmm. no one would have she lit up a room everyone loved yeah, her all that yeah. right so kind of back to the murder right so we're at um april 18th okay mm-hmm. so you know shortly before 5 a.m missy's students arrive at the church they find her lifeless body and mm. oh, sarah these poor students like like could you imagine no like, they right and they show up and they call the emts the police arrive on the scene of course <clears throat> And then, and I just have this in here because this is horrible. One of the students like had to call Brandon Beavers, who was seven hours away on a fishing trip at the time. Mm. And like he later describes his car ride home. And like, mm. can you even imagine? No. Like, right? no. I mean, no, I can't. Like, it's, I just, ooh, yeah. That's right. Terrible. I mean, they have three children to get. Like, it's just, because you're so ugh. far away. It's not like you're right. like seven minutes away. Right. Like you right. are, I mean, Texas is a big state, but you know, you're half a state away <laughs> right. at that point. Yeah. So uh, the police are on scene and, you know, one of the first things they do is that they pull surveillance footage from the church, right? Mm-hmm. So important here to note, the footage inside the church is great and usable. The footage like around the church, like in the parking lot and like surrounding areas, like not as great, right? Mm-hmm. But this is where things just get, like, downright chilling. So, Mm -hmm. Sarah, I want you to pull up the video I sent you. 
Yeah. So you sent okay. me this video to to look at. Here. Yes. So um, Sarah is going to look at the surveillance footage video released by police. And Sarah, I want you to kind of like describe what you see as you're watching it. Okay. So um, you gave me a very specific timestamp. Yeah. So go to 143. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll link to this footage. Oh, my gosh. It's like a cop. Mm-hmm. Like looks like a cop walking around. Oh, it's so creepy. He's just like, yeah, walking around, like yeah, like Ooh. ambling. Yeah, so like looking for something. What an interesting way to put that. Did you notice anything else interesting about the person? It kind of stocky, but mm-hmm. they're in police like tactical gear. Like he looks mm-hmm. like a police officer or like a security guard or like mm-hmm. someone of like importance potentially okay so the police see this and they're like oh like this is our guy right right so the the footage you just watched was taken around 4 a.m right 4 a.m before she even got there before she even got there but so hey so i have a quick question yes she doesn't normally do her classes inside the church yes and that is an important thing to remember she posted on like a public forum that she was yes. going to be at the church hosting yes. a workout class. Yeah, usually the classes take place in the church parking lot, but she did have mm. access to the church if it was bad weather. So like gotcha. she had a key to get inside. But okay. yes, normally this class would not have been held inside. But she did post it publicly. She did. Yes. Okay. It's, and it's actually chilling. I saw like a screenshot of the post. It said it was like this big graphic and it said, if it's raining, we're still training. And then it was Aww. like about how she, yeah, she was going to host the class inside. Okay. So, you know, the police are like, oh, well, fucking, okay, we got this person, right? Mm-hmm. And and kind of like you said, Sarah, so this this person, and I, you know, I say person because like we don't really know, is to me looks short. Like I look at that person and I'm like, how, what are you, how yeah, tall are you? Yeah, kind of stocky, like, right? Kinda, yeah. And and to your point, is in full SWAT gear, including, mm-hmm. which I think is interesting, a helmet. Like, this person yes. looks like they are ready to, like, go into battle. Mm-hmm. And, and here's what, like, the other thing I think is interesting is, like, to your point, he is just, like, meandering around. Yeah. Like, very like he's, like, casual. for something. Yes. Yes. So he's opening doors. He's, it's weird. He's like kind of like peeking inside doors and, and like he'll like stick his head in and like the first half of his body and then like, you know, close the door. Like a security guard for the church or something. I think that's a great way to put it. Yes. And he's weirdly, he's just like smashing like glass around the church, like the glass windows and like, and it's like for no apparent reason. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't know. Like, the first time I saw this, I was like, oh, this is someone who's, like, waiting for something. Like, to mm. me, reads very, like, he's killing time. Yeah. Right? Like, he's just, like, A little. Like, he's just kind of, yeah, like, ambling around, like, okay, because, like, here's my thought. Like, he knew that this workout class was going to take place at 5 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Thinking, like, okay, he probably saw the post. Mm-hmm. So he, if that was taken at what, 4 a.m., mm-hmm. he knew at some point within the hour before that class was going to start, someone was going to be there. Right. So it was kind of like he was kind of like, yeah, like maybe wasting time or maybe like 
yeah. looking to see like when they get there. Cause I mean, she gets there like a full 45 minutes before the class starts. Right. Right. Yeah. So the other, thing, the other thing I think is interesting. And I, I don't know if you could tell it. Cause I know you just watched like a little bit of the clip, but this person has a really strange gait. Mm. Like they, and, and again, you might not have noticed it in the one you watch, but if you watch like the full, you know, clip of this, person it seems like they have trouble moving their right leg almost like it's dragging behind them like it's just a very distinctive way that this person is walking um yeah and then did you notice what this person was holding in his hands it looked like some kind of like i don't know maybe a baton or like some part of his like police gear that would be like batani (laughs) batani guys (laughs) Yeah, so, like, I kind of – I was thinking, like, it looks like a crowbar. Like, it's it's kind of like this long – like, yeah. a bat, a crowbar, a baton, I think is a great way to describe it. Like, he, he's not – obviously not holding a gun. I mean, we have no idea what's, like, stuffed in this guy's pockets. Mm-hmm. He's obviously not holding a gun, but, like, he's holding Could some kind of weapon. A hammer? Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> but see, I don't, I don't think what he's holding in that video looks like a hammer either. No, it looks like a baton to me. Yeah. And he's using it to like smash in the windows. Like mm-hmm. he's, and I, and I will kind of make this point later. To me, he's interacting with his environment in a very police-like way, mm-hmm. right? He's using the baton to smash in windows and then like look inside them. Like to me, that's very like law and order. Mm-hmm. You don't agree? like if you watched like really bad cop shows maybe <laughs> okay our cop expert here Sarah. Well, i mean i'm like I'm, i don't know like you guess yeah okay well so where where are we at right we have this footage and i i put in a note here they never the police never confirmed if the security footage actually captured the murder, but we do know that Missy was found in, dead inside the church. So I think it's reasonable to assume that like there's footage of this attack. But like, I mean, obviously, thank God they didn't release it. Yeah. But like, I do think that's interesting to point out. Like, we see him in the church, right? We mm-hmm. have footage of her outside of the church. Mm-hmm. We also have unreleased footage of her walking down a hallway in the church, but we have no footage or anyone like admitting to knowing how these two like cross paths. Got it. So interesting. Um, and again, I I don't say that because I think we should have access to that. Like uh, that's just yeah. yeah no one we need that needs that. So our detectives are not done yet. They have struck gold with this first surveillance footage, right? Mm-hmm. But they also start pulling the footage from nearby roads and stores and find something else interesting. So, according to police, around 2 a.m. that morning, a Nissan Altima was seen driving around the parking lot of an SWFA Outdoors, which, like, I think is like a like, like a Dick's Sporting R-E-I. Good or or yeah, like a mm-hmm. I think maybe like a less nice Aria. <laughs> um, so it's driving around the parking lot of this store in like a weird way. And like, I won't make you watch this video because it's just like unsettling and strange. Like the car is driving in circles around the parking lot. And as it's driving, it's turning its headlights on and off. Huh. Almost like it was signaling to someone. Like it's very weird. Like he'll turn them on for like five seconds, mm-hmm. turn them off for like 10, turn them on, hmm. turn them off. And like, there's not really like rhyme or reason 
mm-hmm. but, but you can tell that like someone is doing it right like it's not just right. like flickering on and off so hmm. the the person then parks for about 10 minutes in this parking lot before driving away hmm so the how, po- how close was the store to the church Ooh, I don't have like the exact, just that it was in the neighborhood. Like it was oh, okay. in the gotcha. same area as the church. Yeah. Um, and the police never come out and like say it. Like they're never like, oh, this car belongs to our suspect. But mm-hmm. like they made it real clear <laughs> that they want to talk to the driver of this car. And to this day, the driver of the car has not come forward. And like to me, I'm like, yeah, why would you? Like the police are yeah. like, hey, um, we definitely won't arrest you and interrogate you. But if you were like being creepy and driving this car near a murder scene, uh, call us, right? Yeah. Like, I don't think anyone has any incentive to come forward. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. <laughs> right? Like it's either yeah. like either this is the murderer or it's some kid like having like a bad trip. Yeah. Right. Like. Yeah, it's very <laughs> strange. So. The police have these two sets of footage and just, like, not a whole lot else. Um, hmm. They, of course, like, analyze the crime scene and they figure out that the SWAT guy, the assailant, entered through the back door of the church where he broke a lock on the door. So, again, to me, I'm like, crowbar, like, he, you know, maybe used something to, like, pry the door open. Um, they can smell, they can smell, <laughs> they can mm-hmm. tell that he walked around smashing windows for literally no reason. Mm-hmm. Um, cause there was like a trail of broken glass that followed his path through the church, which is just like super unsettling to think about. Mm-hmm. Like he was just like smashing in like interior windows. Like again, like I'm just so baffled by that. Yeah. Why are you doing that? You're making noise. You're calling attention to yourself. You're causing damage that people are going to notice. Why are you doing that? Yeah, it's definitely odd for sure. But I mean, like, he's already broken. I mean. I know. But, but like, if you think about it, like, you know, and we'll get into it. But one of the theories is, like, well, this was just, like, a burglary gone wrong. This guy was trying to rob the church and Missy interrupted him. And it's, like, if he was trying to rob the church, why is he walking around just, like, smashing windows for absolutely no reason? Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's weird. So they, you know, of course, examine Missy's wounds to her head and chest. And all they conclude, conclude is that they were um, made by blunt force. Uh, they describe them as puncture wounds. So I don't, you know, I mean, I don't you, know. You have to hit someone really hard to like puncture through a skull. Like, do you not? Yeah. Or with something that has like kind of a sharp edge. I don't know. Right. And again, like a a hammer was found near her body, but they couldn't like conclusively determine if. That was the murder weapon. Right. And so, and again, I go back to this like crowbar baton item in this man's hands, this person's hands. Like I see that as something that could, depending on like if it was sharp at the end. Mm Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. Oof. Yeah. So the police basically only have this video to go off of, Right. So they start looking into it. They and I think this is interesting. They assess that the suspect is between five two and five eight. This little, it's a little boy, <laughs> which is, I would say, average height for a woman, and I would say below average height for a man. Yeah, you look who you're disagreeing. No, yeah, no, no, no. That sounds about right. I mean, okay. five two is little. That's short. That's yeah. shorter than me. It's way shorter than me. So. 
this the person is five two to five eight. Um, the, the police say that they have feet that point outwards and a limp on the right side, possibly due to a quote temporary injury end quote. So, which I think is an interesting way to put that. And the only thing I can conclude from that is that maybe the police think that this person injured their leg, like at the church. Mm, yeah, I mean, I guess if they're saying that, it just seems like a weird thing to add. Like right. Temporary injury. So initially the police announced that the suspect is a man, like we were talking about, mm-hmm. but after closer analysis of the video, they announced it also could be a woman based on the the way this person's walking. Yeah. Hmm. So, so and and I didn't I don't have this in my notes, but I was reading they brought in a forensic podiatrist, which like, how do you become that? Yeah, right. And that podiatrist was like, girl, no, you can't tell the gender of someone based on, like, the way they're walking. So I just, for the record, we'll throw that in there. So I want to pause there. I want to hear your kind of, like, initial thoughts of this before I, like, dive us into all of our crazy theories. Um. Yeah, I mean, so here's a, here's something crazy. Like, I don't get, like... I haven't heard them say, like, well, we want to talk to this person. Like, how do we even know that they were – He, this person's obviously involved, but, like – Yeah. But we don't know that unless they have footage that we haven't seen and they can say, like, okay, that's the same person. That's interesting. I I mean, they must, right? I mean, they have – They surveil- must if like, they're going to this detail. And you can tell – I mean, you, you can probably tell by the video you watch, like – the footage that they did release is clearly coming from different cameras throughout the church. So to me, like, yeah, it's, it's clear to me that they captured footage that they are not able to release to the public. Yeah. I mean, it seems to me this was like a targeted attack because someone knew that she was going to be in the church at that time. Hmm. Um. So it, it seems targeted specifically to her but like we don't have anything right now that would like explain why okay you want to dive into theories i would love to dive into some theories with you okay i've got some like normal ones and i've got some like not normal ones okay okay so first this is initially what the what the police believe is a burglary which is always a hard word for me to say burglary yeah burglary (laughs) gone wrong so I thought about this, and I'm like, why would someone burglarize a church, right? Yeah. So, but but think about it. Churches can have a lot of, like, expensive tech equipment, right? Like mm-hmm. sound systems, all of that. Churches also potentially could have a lot of cash on hand. You know, you pass the little plate around and everyone. Tithings. The tithings, right? <laughs> so, you know, initially I'm like, okay, I could see why a church might be an intriguing target if you want to rob someplace. And also like, and this is just my own assessment. I have no idea. But like, to me, it would seem that churches might be kind of lax on security compared to like other places with that much valuable stuff in them. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I don't know. Again, that's just kind of my own assessment. Yeah. But this theory is kind of like quickly debunked because there's nothing missing from the church. Um, or from Missy, who was still wearing her wedding ring when she was found. And, like, the police really point to that as being like, well, this couldn't have been a robbery. And I'm like, well, I mean, I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. ra- like Are you going to pull a ring off, like, a woman you just beat to death? <laughs> I mean, maybe. But, like, even more practically, it's like, if someone wanted this ring off my finger, they would literally have to cut my finger off because it would be so hard to get off. 
True. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. And, and again, I just keep coming back to this. This guy did not look like he was in a hurry. This didn't, this does like the footage does not say to me, this was yeah. someone who, who had a purpose to retrieve an item and leave. Like, no, this guy was ambling around. Like he was on a fucking picnic. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, th- I think toss the burglary. Okay. This that, seems targeted to me. That one's out. Burglary. Mm-hmm. Bye. Okay. Now, number two, the most obvious, the, the husband. husband did it. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, you you cannot have a woman die and it not be, I, you know, okay, this is crazy. I was talking to Tom yesterday. I don't even remember what we were talking about. I don't even remember. But like it came up about like, like who's the most dangerous to women. And I mm-hmm. said to him, I was like, statistically speaking, you are the most dangerous person in my life. Yeah. Right. I would, I would expand that out to like anyone that they're like intimately close with okay spoiler alert i'm only intimately <laughs> close with tom so well, right but I, like intimate can mean like different thing like your closest circle is always the most dangerous yeah but like also like your i mean to your point like your, your spouse, partner your romantic yeah. partner to a woman i mean that's so sad but like to a woman the most deadly person in her life you know is an intimate partner mm-hmm. isn't that weird to think about it's crazy meanwhile tom's like yeah okay <laughs> Tomothy. Tomothy. Um, don't worry, guys. I could take him. Um, <laughs> so this is like an immediate choice, right? Yeah. So here's like, I don't know. We kind of get into the usual stuff with him, right? Number mm-hmm. one, Brandon does have a pretty solid alibi, right? He's seven yeah. hours away on this fishing trip. But of course, immediately people are like, well, did he hire someone to do this? Mm-hmm. So Brandon claims that their marriage was a happy one. But a subpoena of Missy's phone records would say otherwise. According to police, she was engaged in multiple conversations with different men via LinkedIn, of all places, that police describe as, quote, flirty in nature, end quote. H.R. Sarah, would you like to weigh in on using LinkedIn as a way to mix and mingle? I would not professionally recommend doing this. (laughs) No, Um, I Here's would, some free HR advice for y'all. <laughs> I would, yeah, I would Stick definitely that. not. Yeah, okay. I would, I would, I would not recommend that professionally. <laughs> okay. Um, there's also some evidence that the couple was having financial issues. And again, like I couldn't get any more details on this. And like, I just find this so like, ugh. because like, I think about like, if someone like looked into my, like, my bank account and my financial records, I'm mm-hmm. sure their assumption would be, oh, Emily must have been fighting with her husband because, like, they had no money, right? Because it's like, yeah, we don't have any money. <laughs> what does it mean we're fighting about? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, sometimes, it, like, when they're like, oh, the, the couple had a lot of debt, so there was financial issues, or they – it's like, you can have that and not be fighting with your spouse about it. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean – I I well, but I think like financial issues, like you could re- correlate that to like stress, and like when people are in stress yeah. situations, they react differently than if everything's like copacetic. I guess, and I mean, I guess you could say like if there's life insurance involved, sure. Like you, but again, I don't. So that's kind of like all there is against Brandon. 
I don't know. What I don't... do we know about Brandon's extracurricular activities? Did he have something going on on the side? Her friends claim that he did, that there was infidelity on both sides. But again, mm-hmm. like nothing concrete. Like, this isn't like a Scott Peterson moment where, like, you know, a mistress, a super serious mistress appears that, like, mm-hmm. it just appears that, like, throughout the course of their marriage, both of them had been unfaithful. Okay. So, like, to me, it's like, this seems like a normal marriage. I mean, I don't know. What? <laughs> right? I mean, I don't <laughs> No, just like this idea that like they weren't perfect, right? But they were together. They had their children. Like, I don't know. But I I mean, I think people would argue that like infidelity on both sides like doesn't mean it's like. No, but does it mean he murdered her? A picture. I mean, people have murdered people for less. I know. I know. Isn't it weird? Like, I'm usually the first one to be like, it was a fucking ugly. Yeah, I know. I'm like, what? I, I I feel badly for this guy because- like, I was reading some – like, this guy has been fucking roasted in this, like, little small town that he lives in with his children, right? Yeah. Like, one – and I don't have this in my notes, but, like, one, I was reading an interview from one of their daughters, and she said that, like, every single day she's getting Facebook messages of, like, your dad killed your mom. You know that, right? Oh, well, that's just people being And it's a-holes. like – you know, yeah. I, he, I mean, it's been what seven years now since since she died, and it's like he has been living under this cloud of suspicion ever since because of like what we talked about before. Like he is is an obvious first choice. Yeah, yeah, it is. So I don't know. What do you what do you think about the husband? What do I think about the husband? Um, you can also save your thought for the end if you would like. I'm going to save mine for the end because I have a, a theory. Okay. Number Theory number three, a twist on the husband did it theory. You ready for okay. this? The yeah. father-in-law did it. Okay. Tell me okay. more. Okay. So in a move that can only be described as mm, dumb, Brandon's mm-hmm. father, Randy Beavers, showed up to a local dry cleaner seven days after his daughter-in-law was murdered, Mm -hmm. holding a woman's shirt covered in blood. Randy said to the poor cashier, oh, no worries. This is dog blood from a dog fight that I broke up the other day. And this poor poor cashier, Sarah, like this cashier out here doing the Lord's work, when fucking Randy Beavers comes walking in with his bloody shirt, is like, sure, Jan, and immediately calls the police. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It was right? a women's shirt that he brought in saying, oh, this is from a dog fight I broke up a couple days ago. Yes. Meanwhile, it's all over the news that his daughter-in-law was just brutally murdered. Yeah, that's – no. Can you imagine this poor cashier? Obviously not getting paid enough for this. Not getting paid enough for this at all. Not at all. Not, no. Very far outside of the job description. So the police take the shirt in for testing. And in the meantime, zero in on our guy, Randy, big time, right? Mm-hmm. When they bring him in for questioning, they notice something interesting. Randy has a limp on his right side. Mm. So oh. at this point, the rumor mill is a fly-in in this small Texas town, right? Yeah. And the good old folks of Midlothian, Texas are about to just, like, murder this guy him- themselves, right? They're like, if Brandon Beavers didn't, did it, didn't do it, his asshole father, Randy Beavers, did it. Yeah. But, again, I don't know. Randy 
according to him, was in California the day the murder happened, which, like, is a pretty good alibi. And the police did end up testing the shirt. And it, like, turns out it was dog blood. (laughs) Really? Yes. But, like, again, I say, Randy, you're an idiot. Why are you doing this? Why are you bringing this to the dry cleaner seven days after your daughter-in-law has been murdered? Yeah. Throw the shirt away, my guy. Read the room. Yeah, like, just throw it away. Like, and, when, like, and your daughter-in-law just died. Like, don't you have other things to be doing? You would think. <laughs> so that's, like, kind of an interesting twist on, like, the fa- the husband theory. Yeah. Okay. So we kind of, like, get into, like, our fourth and final theory, which is, like, that this was a stranger. Hmm. Which, okay. So, and this can kind of go in two directions. Like, one kind of like more broadly right this was a stranger this was someone who kind of like you said happened upon missy's facebook post saw that she was going to be teaching this class at the gym broke into the gym murdered her for no apparent motive other than to just do it and left and has never been caught (sighs) you don't like this one i don't like this one what I do find a little bit of compelling, I'm going to kind of dive into a specific suspect that falls into this theory then, though, okay? okay? So a few days after the murder, the police set up this tip, tip line, right? Mm-hmm. And a few tips are called in about this man named Bobby Wayne Henry. You know when he's got three names, he's up to no good. <laughs> Absolutely no good. You hate it. I hate it. So... And also, I just have to point out, I love that in all these cases, when these tip lines get opened up, it's like every woman everywhere yeah. is like, hey, Calls in every yeah. male that relative, every male that's ever pissed her off. My ex-husband's a dirtbag. You should look into him. Like, that's what I imagine yeah. happened with this. People were just like, Bobby Wayne Henry is gross. And I don't My like cousin's him. second wife's <laughs> husband's brother. So, but Bobby's kind of interesting. Because okay. he was a former tactical police officer who would later admit to police that he did, in fact, own riot gear, but didn't fit him anymore, girl. Which, you know, hmm. was small for him. So, okay. okay. And you might be asking yourself, wait a minute, why is he a former police officer? Well, he was released from duty after being convicted of aggravated sexual assault in 1996. So. Mm. But don't worry. Okay. Don't. Do not fret. He, guys, he was a God-fearing man who regularly attended mass at the Creekside Church of Christ. He was there every week, right? Mm. Well, and automatically my, my suspicions this, are raised. Well, well. And guys, he is such a good Samaritan. He volunteered as a security guard for Missy's funeral. So <gasps> generous of wow. him. Oh, and by the way, he did have a limp on his right leg. So, um... Our guy, Bobby – oh, Sarah's ready to convict. Sarah's Sarah's flipping the switch to the electric chair. Sarah's done. So uh, our guy, Bobby, also owned a dark color SUV that was very similar to the one seen in the parking lot of the church around 4.30 a.m. <laughs> okay. Okay, but let me throw – let me throw a wrench in your, in your plan here. So Bobby's tall. Mm. He's uh, 6'1". And – that guy in the footage was not 6'1". He no. wasn't. Right? He wasn't. So, but I, and I have in here, um, a little aside, Karma is a bitch, Bobby. And while the police were investigating him, they found a bunch of child porn on his computer and arrested him. Girl, bye. Get out of here. Well, but he's God-fearing, so, you know. Well, yeah. Bobby, I, yeah. if you're okay. listening to this, 
bye girl get out of here so that's kind of the creepy stranger theory Hmm. so that's kind of where we're at with all four of them and i have to say none of them sit with me yeah i mean the only one that does is maybe this creepy stranger just Mm -hmm. because he checks some of the boxes but Mm -hmm. um yeah i don't like any of the ones presented here if you had to pick one Take take a side or or take a side on all four or take a side on one of them. Um. So, can I give you my own side? Oh, <gasps> give us a fifth side. What does that make us okay. a pentagon? Um. I think the husband's. I think the husband had a mistress who <laughs> went oh. a little cuckoo. And... Oh, so you think it could be a woman? Hmm. <gasps> no. Okay. So yeah. Tell me more. Tell me more. Well. So Missy made it very obvious that she was going to be at this church. She posted it in yes. a public place. It was it was well known to those who kept an eye on Missy yes. that she was going to be there. Um, let's say that a woman who the husband was like intimately involved with mm-hmm. obviously is keeping eyes on Missy too because right. why wouldn't she? Okay. She knows that the husband's out of town. Like, oh. what if she just went a little – she just was like, mm-hmm. this is my opportunity to and swoop she just, in. And she just had SWAT gear, like, in her – Or had access to it. Mm. She's breaking and entering in a church, so I don't really think she has, like, the moral scruples to not steal. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Huh. Had a helmet on, so you wouldn't notice mm-hmm. if their hair was long or short. I mean, if you think about, like, mm. tactical gear, like, you're pretty covered. It would be kind of hard to, like, tell. Yeah. I mean, and head to toe in that video. I mean, blah, like, not, you can't right. see anything. Right. Huh. Beating someone like that is a crime of passion. Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. Nothing was stolen. So it was targeted. Mm. See, I think that's where I differ with you. Okay. Tell me what you think. I think it could be theory number one. Burglary gone wrong. I think. Why? Because think back. We have footage from two hours earlier of a car acting erratically in the parking lot of like a big department store, right? Mm -hmm. My theory is maybe he was planning to break into that store, right? And he's driving around. He's checking things out. He sits and he parks. And for whatever reason, he's like, "Mm, no. And so he drives down to the church. And he's like, oh, I'll do it here. Like the churches have money laying around. They've got equipment laying around. And he breaks in and then he acts really strangely. Like that's the part I can't really, you know, I don't know. Because he does look like he's looking for something, but he doesn't look like like he's looking very hard. (laughs) So I don't know if he's, you know, he's smashing in windows, opening doors, trying to see if he can find like the sound room or trying to find like the main office where he thinks money might be kept, right? And, and I think I think Missy kind of stumbled upon him, yeah. And and then he just instinctively was like, "Oh my god! Like I have to kill this person." Yeah, and kind of it was like a frenzied attack. But why not like just go with the like? Oh, I'm a security guard here at the church. I'm, I'm gonna leave now. Bye. <laughs> Like, why go to like all the yeah. lengths to murder like and like not just murder yeah. someone but beat them to death 
Yeah. I, I mean, like, but you can make you can make a case about your husband's mistress. You're gonna beat to death your husband's mistress. Right? I mean, I, I mean, think- maybe maybe it's just like I'm gonna beat you up and then it turns into I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. See, and this is what I find like really unsettling about this case is I don't know that I have a good theory. I, there isn't a good one. It, none, none of these are full baked. They're all half baked. I have to say, I, and again, everyone here is innocent until proven guilty. I, in my opinion, Bobby Wayne looking good for this. Yeah, I mean he he checks off most of the boxes. So yeah, I think if I'm gonna pick one of those four, it's probably that one. Do you think like I'm just but like I keep coming back to the video footage. Do you think it's possible that like the angles of the camera could make someone look shorter than they actually like I don't know. Yeah, I mean we're only going off of like a visual height versus actual height, right? Like Right. I think it's yeah, I think that's possible. I mean, for and as of today, the police have like eliminated him as a suspect. They came out publicly to say like he's no longer a suspect, which I think is really interesting. Like to me, they must be really sure that the person on the video could not be six feet tall. I mean, that would be a stretch because they looked short and stocky for sure on the video. See, and that's why I think it's not a woman. That's a man's body. Mm, but they're like bundled up in tactical gear. Yeah. Well. I don't know. It's, it's an unsettling one. Yeah, it is. So your your side is either mistress gone wrong or potentially, allegedly, Bobby Wayne. Yes. Okay. I'm I'm going to stick with burglary gone wrong. Okay. Okay. We're coming down on different sides. We never do this. I know. I know. This is a first this- one back and we're coming down on different sides. This is a frustrating one. I don't like it. New Year, same sisters. <laughs> You're good. I'll stop. That was super good, Em. That was Interesting, like a little, like, right? Makes your brain work. Yeah. It's brain work a little. I don't know. If you guys have theories on this, write in. I want to know if there's anything like we're not thinking about. Um, write in. Tell us. And, um, you know, of course, we are sending lots of love to Missy's family, and we really hope that yeah. this case um, is solved one day. Because, god damn it, this is solvable. Yeah, I would think like, so. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder, like, is the assailant sitting around being like, guys, really, I'm right here. Like, like yeah, like, no one's going to come forward on it, so. No, I know. It's unsettling. Yeah, it's brutal. But, Sarah, what are you doing next week? Um, that's a great question. I haven't really decided yet. Um, I gotta tell you, I've been in like cult land the last couple weeks. Like I know. I've watched, you love you love it. I have like fully caught up and I don't know if you guys have seen um there's a bunch of new cult documentaries out, of course. Um, but there's you go check them out. That's all I gotta okay. say. Because I watched you I haven't really done got a my cult, cult in. I love it because it's kind of hard to like. It is hard. It's kind of hard for our format. Like yeah. I would sit and talk about a cult for hours if I. I could. mean, you can do that, <laughs> but it's uh, our format would, would be kind of hard. Maybe I'll find a way to do a cult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it is hard to take a side in a cult. Cult suck. You mean it's just this is the problem? I kept running into OJ Simpson. Like I want to do OJ, but like there's no side to take. The guy sucks. Like I don't. Yeah, I mean he did it. 
He sucks and he killed her. Like, I don't... <laughs> he killed both of them. He killed both of them. Yeah, sorry. He killed yeah. both of them. Like, yeah, what does I mean, say? I don't... He did it, for sure. Like, the episode would be shorter than today's episode. Yeah. Be like, OJ Simpson did it. Okay, bye. <laughs> Allegedly, whatever. Don't sue me, OJ. Um, yeah. But girl, if you want to come on our podcast, we'll have you as a guest. Yeah. Or um, if you wanted to, like, send us a note about how we're slanderizing him. Emily, how could people get in touch with us? Uh, <laughs> here's Sarah's apartment address. If you would like to follow up on this complaint. Um, OJ, girl, you can email us. Email us, for sure. Sisters.take.a.side at gmail.com. Or find us on Instagram at sisterstakeaside underscore podcast, where we are known to tag some of the subjects of our episodes Monica, girl, still not coming no. back from you. Okay. Take it personally. So you can blame it on me. It's my fault. <laughs> can you imagine if Monica listened to our episode? Um, I would I would be just so embarrassed. <laughs> you roasted her hard. I did, I'm sorry. Uh, well, anything else for the good of the people? I don't think so. No. Um, okay, I kinda, I, guys, I know this episode's a little short this week. Don't come for us. We're, you know, easing back into it. Listen, we got to just ease our way back in. It's been a long holiday season. Yes. So. But we'll be back next week with another titillating case. Yeah, man. We will. <laughs> it's going to be great. Okay. Well, uh, this is Emily. And <laughs> this is Sarah. And it's like we forgot how to do a podcast. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>